0: Please remain standing and pray with me. Lord, behold your people gathered together, remembering your sacrifice tonight. Lord Jesus, you cleanse us with the washing of the word. You feed us with your own body and blood. Lord, we ask now that you would come in power through the preaching of your word. Lord God, please Uh, do the miracle that you so frequently do here, and use uh, the foolishness of preaching to be a means of grace in our ears. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, the wonderful thing about Monday Thursday to me is not that Jesus instructed us to wash one another's feet and thereby gave us a moral injunction to live lives of servanthood. No, that's of course that's there. I mean we just read it. If I then this is Jesus in John thirteen, verses fourteen and fifteen, if I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. And that's why at Christ Church, we are a foot-washing church. We do this. We do it once a year, and uh, I think it terrifies some people. Uh, Some people stay far, far away, but it is a sweet, sweet time that we have here. But that's not the most wonderful thing in this passage. The most wonderful thing to me tonight is, is this is that the God who fashioned the human foot got down on his knees and washed his disciples' feet. The God who fashioned the human foot knelt before his own creature and washed his feet. This is a night that is soaked in the love of God. It's literally bathed in the love of God. It is a night that is dripping with the sweetness of God's tender love for his broken, foolish, sinful, and cherished, cherished, cherished human creation. When I think of the love of God in my mind, I tend to think of looking up. Thinking of, you, know, you know what I mean? Looking up. It's, uh, I look up. To see him pulling me out of my grave of sin. I, I look up to see Jesus on the cross. I look up to see him ascending to the Father. I look up to see him seated in glory, reigning as King of kings and Lord of lords. But not this night. Tonight, if you want to see the love of God, you don't look up. You have to look down because the creator of the universe is down on his knees washing his disciples' feet. And make no mistake about it, this passage is not about service first. It's about love first, love that manifests itself in service. Listen again to what it says here. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples feet. And to wipe them with the towel that was around his waist. There is such tenderness in that passage. There's such love here. You know, uh, bathing a small child can be a challenge. I still remember. But it is also one of the dearest, most intimate life-giving things that you can do. I'll never forget bath times with our little girls. And especially the smell of that, you know, that clean baby smell. That freshly cleaned baby it might not last very long, but while it lasts, it's just wonderful. And those precious little feet kicking in the air. I, I do not know a single parent or grandparent or aunt or uncle who has not kissed the feet of that little baby that they have just taken out of the water of the bath. We stare into those little eyes, and we kiss those little feet, and we watch that child giggle and chuckle with delight. And it's not just because it's, it tickles. Children giggle when you do that because they know it's silly to kiss their feet. Even babies know that feet are funny. Somehow they know that this giant person that is washing them thinks that their feet are special, and that's just universally hilarious. I don't care who you are. But even as grown ups, Jesus loves us with that same kind of tenderness and intimacy. I know that Jesus is thinking of his disciples on this evening as little children because he calls them little children. Jesus took the basin and the towel, and he loved his disciples. When it's grown-ups doing it, it's, it uh, that kind of love is is kind of awkward. <laughs> You'll find out. Maybe even a little shocking. And in our egalitarian society, we miss just how crazy it is for Jesus, the rabbi, the teacher, to be the one initiating the washing of the feet of the disciple. Uh, a good example, I, I the only example that kind of comes to mind that gets the impact of this <clears throat> is uh, something I heard from a military chaplain a while back <clears throat> who was talking about a Maundy Thursday service during a deployment that included a foot washing. And so you had young E1s, 2s, and 3s, and 4s, so that's privates and private first class and corporal and specialists and all that kind of stuff. They were sitting on folding chairs in a big tent preparing to have their feet washed. When all the way in the back, coming up between the the rows, was a decorated general. And to the shock and discomfort of of that private soldier, uh, when he took his foot in his hand and began to wash it, it was just shocking. It was awkward. It was a subversive act of love. Those soldiers could connect with the shock that the disciples felt when Jesus, their Lord and rabbi, began to wash their feet when he loved them to the end. He loved Thomas. He knew Thomas's fierce loyalty. He knew that Thomas was totally committed. He remembered that it was Thomas when Jesus said, this is back when Lazarus was dead and Jesus goes to raise him. And he says, let us now go back to Judea. And Thomas... uh, they, the disciples say, well, he, they were just trying to kill you there a while back. And Jesus says, we must go. And Thomas says this, I love this. Well, let us go that we may also die with him. <laughs> Thomas, the realist. And he knew that Thomas was going to be crushed by unbelief at the crucifixion. And Jesus loved Thomas. And Jesus loved Peter. Peter. He knew about Peter's volatility. He knew about his uh, braggadocious bravado. He knew all of Peter's boasting was going to evaporate into a fierce denial. He knew all that. And Jesus knelt down at Peter's feet. Who cannot, he can't stop talking. <laughs> Lord, will you wash my feet? You'll never wash my feet. We have to do this, Peter. Or you don't have any part of me. Well, not just my feet, then my head and my hands, everything. He just can't stop talking. And Jesus loved him. And Jesus loved Judas. He knew that Judas was, uh, well, that Judas had already sold him out to the authorities. He knew that Judas had already opened the door to the devil and that the devil had entered Judas Iscariot. He knew that Judas was on pins and needles chafing to get away from this meal so that he could complete his act of betrayal. And Jesus, our Jesus, still stooped low and washed his betrayer's feet because Jesus even loved him. Judas, God Almighty stooped in lowly love and took the feet of his disciples into his rough carpenter's hands and he washed them. And tonight, as we wash one another's feet, we are on our knees beside our servant king. When you get on your knees and wash the feet of that disciple in front of you. You are not alone. He still kneels with us. And by the Holy Spirit, we become a conduit for love to him and his his, disciples. For love from him to his disciples again tonight. Just like he did in Jerusalem at that meal before he died for them. And when we allow our feet to be washed, and that might even be more difficult by our brother or sister, Jesus is there in that person. Jesus is there in that person, touching us, cleansing us, caring for us. And I wonder what Jesus would speak to you as he bathes your feet at this holy meal tonight. I wonder if we were to hear that word and I wonder if having had him cup our feet in his hands, washing away the dirt of the worldly paths that we have trodden, I wonder if there will be an open channel in our lives that we will begin to love one another as Jesus loved us. Our creator washed our feet. How can we do any less for one another? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.